Welcome, everybody, to the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. You're home for all wrestling, everything wrestling. So, what's up, boy? Not much. How's, how's everything? I'm doing all right. A long week of work. Stressful. But it's okay. Because we're here talking about wrestling. I'm saying nothing better. Nothing more refreshing to go about the week's, the week's recap and get anything done going on. My question to you is, First off, that's a lovely computer you got. Shout out to you. Oh, uh, thanks. thanks. Just, well, you know, I thought building, you were a Yankees fan. My... Um, I am, but, you know, I saw this on uh, Amazon. Original price was 60 and it was, like, uh, on sale for $20, $25. Just uh-huh. so zip up, and I just had to take advantage. And, you know, my excuse could always be, you know, I, I, I always support uh, – uh, Roberto Clemente, so. Oh, okay. You're saying that it's a slow, like you were uncomfortable with that answer. But okay, I respect no, it. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> I respect it. I respect uh, it all the way. Come on. But, uh, no, 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 uh, no ass today due to uh, festivities. Shout out to him. It was uh, his birthday. So, yeah. he's going to be Shout doing to uh, today and pretty much be out of commission for a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> So I know your birthday's coming up. Um, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, my birthday's next week. So yeah. it's gonna be a week from you. So there'll be a it'll be a busy week. But um, let's get right into it and let's get into what went down for this week's run of wrestling. First and foremost, this was a very busy week for both WWE and AEW and Impact and pretty much everywhere. For some reason, I don't know. October is like. Yeah. The month of wrestling um, for the, the only the thing. The only thing it was um strange not having again AEW um Dynamite on Wednesday as it was moved to Saturday. It's actually mm-hmm. be on, it's going to be on Saturday for I think the next two weeks. So this week and next week, right? So um yeah, you know uh, with uh, the MLB playoffs, so which had been fantastic by the way. Uh, did, yeah. did you watch that Giant Dodgers game? I did. That was a thrill, and, and and I feel I, I feel for the Giants because they had a monster run, you know. Um, and you know, give credit, you know, towards dude, like they're playing, you know, they they don't they're a team that has no superstars, no you know, um, anybody with like a huge contract, you know, they they're just simply playing baseball, and you know. Feel bad for them and the Rays and stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, the Rays. That yeah, that was. <laughs> so they lose to say yeah, your bitter rivals in over in Boston. So that's uh, that was tough. But would you call that uh, that check swing? Uh no. It, oh yeah, it was, I about it was it. definitely let, yeah. let them go out their way and let them <laughs> go out swinging. I was like, whoa, you see, you, you're gonna end it like that. That's how you're gonna do it, umpire. You gonna get up out of here? Like yeah. <laughs> but no, that's what Back it is. Call. Back all. Yeah. So, but better news. Knicks are back, baby. Oh, Lord. And they're 4-0. What, yeah, 4-0, preseason 4-0. I mean, yes, it's preseason, but, you know, still. You always want to see good production yeah. and great work on the preseason. It's a good precedent. So, um, yeah, let's get right to it. Um, as we break down Raw, this was um, quite interesting, getting things up going for the October 21st 
crown jewel pay-per-view. So, you know, they're just preparing everything else. Um, you want to break down the on Raw? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we had the King of the Ring opening round, uh, Xavier Woods versus Ricochet. Uh, Woods wins and advances to the next round. We had um, Mansoor and Mustafa Ali versus the Hurt Business. Her business picks up the victory. Um, post-match, Mustafa Ali has had enough of Mansoor, um, which sets up their one-on-one match uh, at the Crown Jewel um, event. Then we have the Queen's Crown opening round, Sheena Baszler versus Dana Brooke. Sheena Baszler wins, advances to the next round. Um, Matt Riddle versus almost almost <laughs> picks up the victory. Post-match. Randy Orton uh, delivers an RKO to AJ Styles. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Austin Theory. Theory picks up the victory. I was very confused about this one because um, just when you think WWE is going to push Jeff Hardy, um, he's on the other end of a uh, defeat. And uh, it kind of seems like they're really behind Austin Theory and has big plans for him. So... Uh, that's something to keep your eyes on. Uh, the King of the Ring opening round, Kofi Kingston versus Jinder Mahal. People were wondering, are we going to get a New Day versus New Day? Uh, well, a New Day matchup in the second round. Unfortunately, that did ha- did not happen as Mahal picks up the victory and advances to the next round. Um, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair ended in a no contest as Belair and Sasha Banks... Um, yeah, they uh, they had enough of each other and started attacking each other. So that right, you know, <laughs> it just ended up um, being an all-out brawl. Um, the opening round of the Queen uh, Queen's Crowned um, Dewdrop uh, versus Natalia. Uh, Dewdrop picks up the victory, advances to the next round, and. Uh, the main event, Biggie and Drew McIntyre versus the Usos. Um, so I was very confused uh, about that main event. Um, I don't know if like did I don't who who like did that match finish or I don't know. I mean, um, basically, you know, McIntyre. I mean, I, I know the match ended in a oh well, yeah, the match ended what in the, in the countout. Yeah, right. I guess I guess so. Um, um, the red kind of biggie out that before the Usos took the dive over. So I guess you know it was the ten count, but I don't I don't remember the bell ringing like saying it was done. It, like the match was over. Yeah, and yeah all I know is that it ended with you know uh, McIntyre hitting Biggie with a Claymore, and then you know stood tall to end the show. So I was like, uh, so are they? Is this the whole buddy buddy? I'm going to turn on you, you know, buddy, buddy, I'm going to turn on you and go, eh, so we're going to go and do this. It's like, oh, well, kind of very, very scripted, very easy. And just like, oh, well, that was weird. They've been doing better work with McIntyre and Big E and the Usos. And they didn't do so. so it, was, it was just, you know, it was just weird. But mm-hmm. maybe it's just a setup for the crown jewel. So. Right. So um, I, I'll be honest with you. Um, Before we you know pick what was our favorite match of the night um i really did not enjoy this episode at all um it, it, it i don't know it, it just 
you know, the past couple of weeks, they've been hot. Um, we've seen improvement on Raw. Um, but today, it kind of like seems, I mean, uh, that episode of Raw, it kind of seemed very lazy. Um, one thing that I'm definitely upset about as well as I'm pretty sure other fans are, regarding the Queen's Crown um, tournament, I feel like every match ends within a minute or two minutes. Like, it, it doesn't like it doesn't last very long. And it's like, I don't know, you, you kind of want to give more credit to the women's division. You want to, like, um, showcase them as much as possible. And, right. you know, I, I feel like while, you know, the Queen's Crown Tournament is a good idea, um, I feel like it's actually hurting the women's division rather than helping them because it's like, like I said, each match is over within a minute or two. So it's like, I don't know. That that was just like... To me, it was weird. Um, I feel like they could have done a lot more with um, with what was going on with, you know, both the women's and the men's. I feel like they, they gave... They gave the women their shot and a chance to, like, you know, be something. And they never really – they gave them the shot, but they never gave them the shot, if that right. makes sense. Like, it shouldn't have been, like, two, three minutes for the match. Like, give them something worth value. Give them something that they can work on. It just wasn't the case. The, you know, Xavier Woods, man, that was a great match. That was a fun match to watch. But it got time. But I think they, I think that match got more time than both of the women's matches. The well, the 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 Queens matches, I should say, because the yeah. the Becky Charlotte Belair Banks one was a solid match altogether. So just like I don't know, maybe this is their their hand, their you know, yeah, handicapping I, I don't know. women. I, I feel like their preparation is just like again lazy. It's like the the, the matches were short, um, and. Yeah, I mean, this is I, in my like I said, in my opinion, one of the worst uh, raws we've seen in in, in 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 you know quite some time. Right. Um, I mean, they had a good segment, you know, the the Bobby Lashley versus you know with with Goldberg, um, you know, and then you know credit to Bobby Lashley who held his own. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, um, didn't you know obviously not having MVP on the mic because you know MVP. Uh, is really so good, good on the mic, yeah. So the fact that Bobby Lashley was, you know, able to hold his own, um, you know, uh, but uh, going into my favorite match of the night, mm-hmm. it was definitely the um, the opener, um, Ricochet versus Xavier Woods, right? Um, yeah, they have great chemistry there. Um, you know, my favorite part was like, you know, Woods was on the outside, and then Ricochet out of nowhere. Uh, dives, does like you know one of those like tur- uh, like jump over the turnbuckle uh, turn bo- uh, turn dives. So yeah, um, crashing woods into the uh, barricade. But like it, you know, I hope they give Ricochet the opportunity on SmackDown. Um, and you know, based on what you've like seen so far, it. Woods is definitely a favorite to win the whole tournament. Willie, yeah. I I don't know because you know Balor's still in it, and we'll talk about Balor in a few. But um, uh, nevertheless, like um, it was a great match. Right, I'm, I'm with you on that. That was I enjoyed that match a lot. I just 
I love seeing growth. So my favorite match of the night is going to be the almost little. I mean, it was short, nothing too crazy, but it was able to give almost more and more time. Now he was by himself. So it was a, it was a big plus to see that they're, they're like, okay, we believe in this guy. And I've been a fan from the beginning since he first made his appearance on the, the WWE stage. Ever since his first, you know, that his first match on, um, you know, on the main stage at, at Mania. So just, it was just nice. It's just, they're giving him the push. They're giving him reps. They're giving him a chance to actually be something. Not just, okay, we're going to put you in this match and bury you. Like most big men. As you know, we've yeah. seen Lee, we've seen a bunch of other guys. So just the fact that we're seeing him doing what he's doing, it's like, all right, I love it. This is like, yeah, from yeah, a personal perspective, like just keep keep pushing this kid, keep making sure this guy is good to go, make sure he's going to be ready to go when the time comes for the split. And, and, and that's the thing, they didn't like, they, um, there were heavy rumors that they wanted the split, AJ Styles and almost at the draft, but mm-hmm. people within WWE said, like, you can't do that, almost is not ready yet. And yeah. and and it, it shows, but like what you said. If they keep putting him in singles matches week after week, maybe they can find some like, um, like a level of comfort, like for almost right. till he like you know, all right, you know what, he could break, he could finally break out on his own. Right. No, it's just a matter of time. It, let 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 it. Let it I'm dying. I'm again. dying for AJ Styles to break out on his own, like, like and have his own run. Because remember, this is a. Uh, AJ Styles' uh, last contract is the one that he's currently in, so I don't want to, you know, uh, waste his last like couple years being in a tag team. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, go ahead and and be you and and be what you were meant to be when you came into the WWE as the Absolutely. number one wrestler in the business. Absolutely. I think he he still is number, the number one wrestler in the business. I feel like. Regardless yeah. Of what's for, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, I think we're going to, like, we're going to see a lot out of, you know, AJ Styles, like I said. Um, I think uh, two weeks ago, um, I said my, one of, like, one of the things that I want from the draft is AJ Styles and Balor to be on the same brand. And that's exactly what's happened. And then I, you know, I mentioned, you know, whether it's teaming up together and creating their own faction or just having a feud, I feel like that's gonna like um, help with ratings. Like that, that's gonna be must see TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but now we move on to NXT 2.0. Um, so we got uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus uh, Joey Gacy. Um, uh, Ch- uh, Ciampa wins. Um, you know, post match. Uh, you know, they're. There is a what's his name the the, the Brock Lesnar uh, lookalike, but um, uh, Harland, yeah, Harland. Uh, I just got a brain fart. Harland uh, attacks Champa, and just as just as he's about to uh, attack Gacy, Gacy like I don't know, like rubs his hand against his face. And Harlan just like storms off, and Gacy has this like evil grin. Um, so you know, watch out for those two. It's probably the most interesting storyline right now in NXT. Um, so it kind of looks like Gacy and Harlan are going to be on the same page. Um, 
Zion Quinn versus uh, Malik Blade. Uh, Quinn wins. Uh, they've been hyping up Quinn for uh, for some time now, so he's one to keep your eyes on. Um, Ivy Nile um, out of Diamond of Mine, representing Diamond Mind, uh, versus Valentina Ferroz. Nile uh, Nile wins. Then we have uh, Eichmann uh, Giro versus Julius Creed, um, representing Diamond Mine. Julius Creed picks up the victory. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Vaughn Wagner versus Pete Dunn and Ridge Holland. Kyle and Wagner pick up the victory. Duke Hudson versus Grayson Waller. Hudson picks up the victory here. Uh, Andy Hartwell and um, Perota versus Sarai uh, and Amari Miller. Hartwell and Perota are victorious. And your main event um, for the NXT North American Championship, Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Santo Escobar. Swerve wins. Then, only to be, uh, you know, only for the party to be crashed by Carmelo Hayes, who um, cashes in on that contract, on that guaranteed championship contract. Um, so, uh, Carmelo Hayes defeats Isaiah Swerve Scott and becomes the new NXT North American champion. Um, yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. Like I said, it's going to take some time to get used to this new version of NXT, this whole NXT 2.0, and um, the new faces that are that we're seeing every week. Um, but you know, I I feel like there's been improvement. Um, in my opinion, the matches itself weren't like crazy, but uh, in terms of character development, there there definitely has been improvement on that. Um, and what we saw um, it, throughout the night, we saw Toxic Attraction with uh, Mandy Rose, uh, Gigi Dolan, and, uh, you know, JC Jane. I feel like this is Mandy Rose's best work. And I mentioned that on, on uh, last week's uh, podcast episode. Um, like, we're seeing, like, a, a more vicious side um, of Mandy, like, we can actually say Mandy Rose could be a threat um, for the NXT Women's Championship. So, and how long know, has it been before since you were able to say Mandy Rose has been in competitive no, right, matches? Right. So that's why I'm saying, like, you know, so Mandy Rose has uh, established to be a major player in NXT. I never thought I'd say that, you know. But um, you know, everything has panned out for her. So. Um, you know, the move to NXT has definitely uh, been a, a um, you know, a plus for her. Um, and then we, we get um, little, like, clips uh, throughout NXT of, you know, uh, someone, it's kind of like promoting Halloween Havoc, but it says, I will bury the past so I can start again. And people are already speculating who it is. Oh, uh, is it Elias? Uh, is it somebody debuting? Mm-hmm. Then we get another like shot at the, um, you know, the video promo of the Halloween Havoc, and it's it kind of seems like it's a woman with uh, a shovel. Um, and then uh, uh, you know, people on on Twitter that I was reading, oh, um, that definitely looks like it's um, it could be uh, Dakota Kai. 
So um, Dakota Kai definitely makes sense. We haven't seen her in a while. Um, I've been tr- if they're gonna keep doing this, uh, it kind of seems like there's gonna be a, a fresh new face in NXT, um, which which is gonna have the internet talking, you know, and wondering. Um, but yeah, like like I said, like NXT has um, you know shown improvement. Um, I, I feel like the matches needs to you know get a little better. Um, but in terms of character development, I, I think they're they're um, hitting it out of the ballpark. Yeah, they're putting in a whole lot of work there. For what we thought we before we predicted what made what would have been what we assume or presume I should say what would have been. Um, this has been a very well put and well thought out process for NXT. Um, Especially how how you're putting the per- not just the wrestlers but the, the chemistry of the wrestlers but the personalities that you have in together, everything's a perfect fit. There's not one rivalry on the card week in week out that you can look at and it's just like, okay, this doesn't this isn't a clash of personality. These these are perfect matches. There's, it's a fluid transition from start to finish within the match. Now yeah. match quality is match quality, but. In regards to the start of the matches, everything starts out perfectly fine. So I have to agree with you on that part, on how NXT is just improving drastically. Um, for they said it was going to be a a, 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 a redevelopment stage. Um, mm-hmm. This has been fantastic. Um, I'll jump in and say my personal favorite wasn't really any of the matches. Um it was more so top dollar doing what they should have been doing a long time ago. AEW has been slandering WWE for weeks. Privacy oh, for yeah, months. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll oh, get there. Will we, will we, will we hold that? No, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> no. Well, listen, I'm loving it. Get after your competition because, as you said before, as I said before, as I said before, AEW and WWE have legitimate beef. There's no debating it. Yeah. There's no way of hiding it. So the fact that you're seeing guys on not just on the main brand, but on the NXT brand, specifically Hit Row and Top Dollar, um, going after AW, specifically the Young Bucks, if you've if you already heard the the diss track. But if, to me, it sounds like it's mostly Young Bucks slander, which is beautiful because Young Bucks do a lot of talking in the first place. So Loved it. Probably my favorite part of the night is that when I, after, after Wednesday, after everything panned out, late that morning, uh, boom, this track came. I was like, oh shit, what we got going on now? But it was great. It was fun. If I had to pick a match, it probably anything involved Minnie Rose because she's having this, I don't say it's a renaissance of a, of a career, but she's getting more and more love and more and more repetitions and more opportunities. And she's capitalizing on it. So out for my favorite moment, I'm going to go with the top dollar hit row this track. Mm. But I will go with for a match, Mandy Rose. Well, for me, uh, I think it's no question. Uh, it was uh, definitely the main event. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, we've seen Isaiah, uh, uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott and Santo Escobar go at it week after week after week. And we've seen their matches, amazing chemistry. And we've seen their matches in Lucha Underground 
you know, so we we know that we knew coming into you know uh, into this match that this match was going to be an absolute banger, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what it was. And um, the, no question, this was the best match of the night. Um, right. But what made it even better was that you know the fact that what like questions began to sw- like you know uh, arise as in okay. Uh, Hit Row got drafted to SmackDown. Is Swerve taking that championship with him to SmackDown, or are they really going to put the belt on Escobar again? And I'm like, all right, if you put it that way, then you know they got drafted. So the lo- most logical thing was to have uh, Escobar win it. And I completely, completely forgot about Carmelo Hayes. Um, having that contract and um, you know, you know, having Carmelo Hayes, who's probably been the most impressive and hottest new superstar uh, on the NXT roster, um, you know, pick up the victory and now is the new North American championship. It's like, all right. Like you're again, you're starting to see um, that improvement on NXT 2.0. So, you know, I, a lot of people rightfully so had their doubts on the new version of NXT, but so far, um, I, I gotta say it, it's been pretty good. I hear you. I agree 100%. Yeah. Like, the, the only thing, the only thing, the only thing that I don't like, um, that's going uh, real quick before we go into SmackDown. Um, the only thing that I don't like is the way, um, they're booking Kyle O'Reilly because Kyle O'Reilly because Kyle O'Reilly had that uh, momentum as he was probably going to be the next um, NXT champion, mm-hmm. you know, after his feud with Cole, it was, uh, it was like, all right, you could probably pencil in that he was going to be. And, you know, um, after Cole left um, to AEW, um, Kyle O'Reilly was, you know, I guess in this lost storyline uh, with Pete Dunne and Ridge Holland, which, I don't know. It's not doing him any good, in my opinion. Um, you know, O'Reilly has been teaming up with Von Wagner, um, who it kind of seems like they're big on too. So um, I feel like Kyle O'Reilly definitely deserves a crack at the NXT Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope that happens soon because um, you know, if 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 you don't treat Kyle O'Reilly right. After his contract, I could see him jumping ship. That's all I'm saying. And where is he going to? Because, and I'm saying that because we've seen we're we're seeing Adam Cole in in AEW. We've seen Bobby Fish in AEW. Kyle O'Reilly might be intrigued with the possibility of a teaming up with Bobby Fish again, and reforming the undisputed well i mean it wouldn't be the undisputed era in AEW. it'd just be something else but something undisputed yeah so no it's a lot to take in but so you throwing in the rumor that he may actually jump are you implying that he may make that move it's too early to tell because we don't know when his contract uh comes up but it's something that I can definitely see happening. 
Um, and uh, I, I just, you know, I just hope that, you know, they give him an opportunity because it's like you build, you build Kyle O'Reilly for what? Right. You do all this and then it's like, all right, so you're yeah. not going to push this guy? Or you're so, going to so, push this guy? So here, yeah, come. exactly. Because out of, you know, out of the undisputed era, so take Adam Cole apart, out of Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and uh, Roderick Strong, the one person that you picked to go up against Adam Cole in order to, I guess, rise, you know, had in order to have his stock rise was Kyle O'Reilly. And you do that so, just to not give him a, exactly. That. Um, oh, and then also real quick, um, also uh, new promos of a new fighter coming to NXT, uh, Solo Sikoa. And for those who don't know who Solo Sikoa is, he is the younger brother of the Usos. So um, the Samoan bloodline runs deep. Yeah, to be to be honest with you, I kind of like. I I know it's like, you know, a fresh new talent, but I kind of wish like he was in that bloodline uh, storyline, like another member. Hopefully, you know, in the future we we get to see that. Right. Um, But uh, yeah, that would be kind of dope. But now uh, on to SmackDown. SmackDown. So uh, SmackDown definitely had less matches than Raw. Um, So we have the King of the Rings semifinals. Um, uh, Sami Zayn versus Finn Balor. Balor picks up the victory, advances to the finals um, at the Crown Jewel. Uh, so Naomi versus Sonya Deville was the advertised match. It was the scheduled match, but Sonya Deville, um, you know, tricks up, up her sleeve, uh, changes it, changes the match into a two-on-one handicap match, um, and her partner is none other than Shayna Baszler. So Deville and Shayna Baszler picks up the victory. Uh, very good storyline going forward. Uh, if you want to keep on building up Naomi, mm-hmm. um, which I think is going to be the plan for them because I think they're going to. We'll talk about right. later. I think she's the one's going to get passed on with either the the uh, her business or the bloodline. Yeah, I, I definitely see. Like, I would love to see her in the, in the bloodline. Um, then we have the uh, Queen's Crown semifinals, Zelina Vega versus Carmella. Vega wins uh, and advances to the finals at the Crown Jewel. Uh, Liv Morgan costs uh, the distraction um, for Zelina Vega to pick up the victory. And like I said before, the match was really, 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 really short, um, which, which kind of like sucks. But, um, you know, Liv Morgan, like, you know, took Carmella's mask and... Uh, allowed uh for selena vega to you know pick up the victory um then we have the smackdown tag team championship street fight uh the usos versus the street profits the usos win and retain the titles this was a must seen match this might have been one of the best matches on it's been one of the best matches that was on Live TV in a long time. Mm-hmm. I'll say I'll, I'll I'll say the hot take now. This was probably the best match in a good six seven months on live TV. And you know, following on what you said, I, I think we can both agree that that was easily the best match of the night. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. 
Not my, um, not my favorite, but it was hands down the yeah. best. My favorite, yeah, you know, favorite moment, but the best match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, and that's the thing, you know. Um, these these two teams are the best two teams uh, in the WWE right now. Yeah. Um, and obviously the crowd was engaged. They they were behind this match. Uh, you know, um, I love how you know the little uh team 3d reference in the middle of the match where you know um you know ford tells uh Dawkins, tez get the tables yeah so um the best thing about that is that the best thing about both these tag teams more so the street profits and the usos because the usos have their own thing already mm-hmm. is that the street profits charm chewing gum the street profits would show love to everybody that paved the way for them to get to where they are now. Mm-hmm. Show us the Deli Boys, Team 3D, Team Extreme during the, um, the most recent ladder match they had. Um, as in Chris, like they're going down through the generations of different tag teams, great tag teams, and just giving love and like, oh, this is, we appreciate you for what you've done for us. Now let's Let's continue the 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 path of the tag teams and doing what they've been doing. It was just like this is it's it's, it's, it's enjoyable to see that and it's respect it's a lot of respect to them for doing so. But mm-hmm. who's better, Street Profits or Usos? Man, that's a tough one. But I, I I'm so I I gotta go with the Usos, even though like Street Profits are there because I I really like. Montez Ford and, and and Ford is somebody that if they ever decide to break up the Street Profits, Ford will be like a top three, top four, top five. Would be a top talent. I, I don't know. I don't know if top three, top four, but he would absolutely be a top talent because um of his uh athleticism and charisma and how he engages with the crowd. Um I, I believe like that hard that you know he he would be a top talent. Um, and then uh, the main event, uh, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. Banks picks up the victory, um, which I I found surprising. You know, having yeah. Becky lose. Um, but you know, uh, I love the that you know during the match, um, you know Sasha uh does um pay tribute to Eddie Guerrero. Does the three amigos fans start chanting Eddie Eddie, um. So that, that was a good moment there. And um, like, again, you know, <clears throat> Becky and, and Sasha have uh, great chemistry. Um, very, very solid match. Um, and then, you know, uh, Sasha um, picks up the victory by uh, executing the backstabber on Becky. Um, so then the, the last segment, the segment that we all want to see, uh, the... Um, the contract signing uh, between Roman Reigns and um, Brock Lesnar. Love it. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, what 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 side does does Heyman? What side is Heyman really on? I'm gonna say this now, as. Um... <laughs> now I'll I'll say it again. Actually, I'll quote Lesnar. 
Um, I already read the Dan Conjecture earlier this morning with my advocate. As Heyman's like this, like, oh shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but it was so, so right before it, you know, uh, like, you know, Lesnar just signs it without anything. And then, you know, Roman Reigns just laughs. Because Roman Reigns, I guess, had a plan going into this match. Probably like a stipulation or I don't know what the case may be. But then he says, you know, you must be some kind of a dumbass, uh, a, a big dumb farmer, huh? You just sign it without even reading it. What's wrong with you, man? And that's where Lesnar says what you just say, you know, what you just stated. Mm-hmm. Um creating even more tension between Roman and uh, and Heyman. But, um, you know. This is where, I'll, I'll hop in real quick for this one. This is where I go what I said before. Heyman will turn on Roman for Brock for this reason why. Heyman has had history of turning on his new clients. So we'll go back to his most recent Superstar client, CM Punk. What happened when Punk and Lesnar came back? Well, when Punk and Lesnar went at it, where did Heyman go? Back to Lesnar. Uh, Going even further back. Yeah. Heyman was working SmackDown for the longest. ECW comes back into the picture. And who's the first person he allows himself back with? Rob Van Dam. Going even further back, Brock Lesnar was his first, his first, I guess his first friend was Heyman, and Heyman was his manager for the longest. Who did he go back to? The Big Show, who was Heyman up beforehand. So history will continue. I, to be re- I remember that, like I remember like yesterday. I was it, at a I royal. Think was, I think it was in the Garden. In the garden, mid two thousand two, for I don't think it was. I don't know if yeah, it was. It was big show. Yeah, it was. It was for a championship. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was for the WWE championship. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sorry, the undisputed championship. Mm-hmm. So we've had history years in and years out of him doing this, and it's nothing about nothing wrong with what he's doing because he even said this is his business. I'm doing what's best for me. Heyman's a Heyman's going to do what Heyman does best no matter what. So. Nothing changes. Roman Reigns is, and not to mention, every guy he was with was the hottest guy on the roster at the time. Punk was the hottest guy. Went back to Lesnar. SmackDown was on a was on fire. I mean, what was the roster back in two thousand six, two thousand seven? Mm-hmm. You had JBL. You had Taker wrestling every day. You had Batista. You had Edge. You had Mysterio, Angle. You had all these guys sitting with SmackDown just doing their thing on Raw, doing their thing. And then he goes, nope, I'm leaving. Just go back to who? Sabu, Sandman, Taz, and uh, RVD. He just went back to who he knows best, and he goes back to where he's more comfortable with. Going back, Lesnar was the, not, Lesnar was the hottest, hottest prospect, the hottest player in to be to go back to the big show go back to you know his old buddy so nothing's going to change so range has been the hottest guy here so then do what go right back to lesnar just it's just it's how it's going to be it's going to keep going that way until 
Heyman finally gets his ass beat. Punk had did to him, but it wasn't really as bad as what Reigns yeah. could do to him. So I'm gonna go on a win. <laughs> I'm gonna go on a strong whim here and say, oh, this is the hell I'm gonna die on. Um, Heyman's gonna dub Lesnar, uh, dub Reigns for Lesnar at Crown Jewel. Maybe uh, on top of so, Lesnar well, beating he, Reigns. Well, here's here's the thing. So here's here's why like it it, it kind of like um, throws me off a little bit because it it's been said that. After this, the match with Roman Reigns in Saudi Arabia, that again, um, Brock Lesnar is going to take some time off. Mm-hmm. So if that happens, it kind of like spoils the outcome of, of the match. Kind of seems to me that Roman Reigns will retain, um, but at the same time, like the possibility becomes like, all right, let's say he beats down. Brock Lesnar and also beats down Paul Heyman. That's when some time passes by, and that's where uh, Brock Lesnar and and Paul Heyman are back on the same page, right? Because already Roman Reigns already has doubts on on Paul Heyman. So I feel like I feel like Saudi Arabia that that Crown Jewels event could be. Um, the day where Roman Reigns pulls the trigger and just um, instead of like waiting for Paul Heyman to betray him, he'll do it first. One, yeah, he's the one who like initiates the you know the attack on um, Paul Heyman, and then again like have Brock Lesnar come back at uh, I don't know the Rumble or or you know someone with Paul Heyman, and then. Um, actually, you know, run that. You here's know. here's where I'll go in, and I'll go back to what I've been saying from the very beginning. I said before that the apparent rumor is that The Rock will come back during Survivor Series to um, to initiate this possible rivalry storyline of him and Reigns, of Rock and Reigns for you know Mania in Dallas. Um, so what, what if he loses Heyman after being brought, loses Heyman and in comes the rock during survivor series makes whatever's going on and reigns has a championship match. If he does and Lesnar comes back to ruin it and here comes rock talking this shit. Oh, you know, the, the head of the table would never let this happen. It's something like something, something like that would just trigger and create this, turmoil going yeah. forward or what if rock and reigns have an interaction and lesnar comes in and fucks it all up and then it's, yeah. i'm sick of this entire this you me many let's do this and then just prepare something like that you know what i mean there's always a lot to do with it but i think lesnar going away with Heyman having reigns by himself to be the truth at the table you're like you have no uh, nobody else you are here and there's no other it's everybody else not here Heyman, and then everybody else you know what I mean? So I'm thinking that after this happens, we'll it'll be it'll finally begin the Rock Reigns rivalry or the storyline. I'll be rivalry yet, but it'll be a storyline to to talk about. So that's just my I'm gonna double down there and say that. But I think <laughs> I think Hamer's gonna be like I'm so sorry. I, I gotta go back to my boy and just go, go running back to uh to Lesnar as he always does to everybody. It'll be funny. It'll be fun. That's yeah. all I'm really waiting for for Crown Jewel. 
Um, well, I'll, I'm definitely going to be seeing that at work because it, it's it, it's on the uh, Thursday at one o'clock. So yeah, so I'll be I'll be so I'll be tuning in myself. I'll be I'll be at work like on my phone, you know, watching it. Yeah, like oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. But oh, but overall, uh, a very solid uh, SmackDown. Um, they really focused on you know key matchups. Uh, you know that one with with Lesnar and and Reigns. Um, then you know Edge and uh, Seth Rollins hyping up their Hell in a Cell match. Um, which that'd be great. Yeah, which I'm definitely looking forward to. Um, and then obviously you know the the men's King of the Ring. Now when it comes to the women's King of the Ring, I mean Queen of the Ring, um, or uh, what is it? The Queens? Yeah, Queens. Queen of the Ring, Queen of the Ring. I just sorry, I, I apologize. I, I got that mixed up, uh, mixed up. So, like I said, like the men's matches have been productive in, in terms of and like, women getting their shine. Or women have gotten the chance exactly. to have all and this, it's the not special even segments. The, it's not their fault at all. Yeah, it's it, it, it's not their fault. It's just that creative has them being two, three minutes long, and it's like. Yeah, it's it's not you know, but uh, you know, to be completely honest, this is where um, again, uh, Zelina Vega picking up the victory. I really hope she wins. Um, I see a name in that uh, you know, Queens tournament, Shayna Baszler, who's still there. I hope that in some way, since she got um, like. You know she's involved in this Sony Deville uh, matchup with with Naomi. I really hope that Naomi causes her the uh, the um, what's it called the Queen uh, of the Ring opportunity because I feel like if you look at <clears throat> if you look at all the like all the superstars in paper, Shayna Baszler is the one that sticks out. Yeah. But now Zelina Vega is is gaining momentum, and it's like, all right, you know what? She actually might win this whole thing. So um, I hope that uh, indeed does happen. Um, but uh, yeah, like again, a very very uh, good uh, SmackDown. Um, you know, not disappointing at all. Uh, it looks like we're we're gonna get another feud with Nakamura and Boogs, and. Uh, Corbin and Moss. Uh, what else? Uh, I will say this: my favorite part of tonight of of the show had been Vega getting her shine because she's getting a lot of love and she's finally and she deserved it. She's mm-hmm. well deserving of it. So I'm just happy for her that she's getting. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Even if she doesn't win it, which she probably absolutely. won't, but it's okay. She's getting love. Absolutely. So and then you know. You know, I'm really happy that she won. But in terms of, think about it this way. So Liv Morgan was somebody that was a favorite to probably win this. She lost to Carmella. So that would, so you would think, all right, if she lost to Carmella, that means WWE is behind Carmella. Right. Only for Carmella to lose, you know, due to a distraction with Liv Morgan. But it's like, damn, like, you 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 still could have had Liv Morgan, you know, in the tournament. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You had Carmella kind of lose after picking up a victory, but, um, you know, on, on to AEW. Yes. 
on to AEW. So, um, as you know, there was no uh, AEW Dynamite on Wednesday. It was moved to Saturday to tonight. Um, so, uh, but we still had uh, Rampage uh, yesterday. And um, I- I'm still trying to process this whole like Rampage, like a buy-in, well, whatever. Oh, the buy-ins on YouTube. So, um, so you had Santana Garrett um, versus Tay Conti. Uh, Conti picks up the victory. Uh, Bobby Fish versus Lee. Uh, ooh. Messed up the name? Yeah. <laughs> I was messed up the name. Uh, Moriarty? Moriarty, yeah. Lee Moriarty. Yeah. All right, cool. I was, like, uh, I was like, I'll let you. I'll let you give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Go ahead. I was like, I didn't want to mess up his name. Um. Then you had um, Brian Danielson versus uh Minoru Suzuki. Great uh, match. Yeah, absolutely. Danielson picks up the victory. Uh, CM Punk versus Matt Seidel. My personal uh, favorite. Punk uh picks up the victory. Another great Ruby, match. <laughs> yeah. Ruby Soho uh, versus the Bunny. So another great match. Soho victorious. And then the six-man tag, uh, the Inner Circle versus Junior Dos Santos and the Men of the Year, um, in which Junior Dos Santos and the Men of the Year are victorious. Um, Another great um, week of Rampage. Yeah, honestly, I, you know, I know you said uh, Punk was your favorite one. Mine is the Danielson versus Suzuki match. It was just a straight-out it was like a striking like frenzy like i would yeah, i would it was a good brawl i wouldn't call it a slobber knocker as much yeah, as the, the big boys no no it was just like it was just a striking match you know um you know with 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 the chops to the chest and you know um the, this is one match that you know uh people have been dying to see ever since uh you know Danielson left WWE because it's like all right you know, um, once Danielson left WWE, the possibilities were endless of, you know, who, um, you know, could get in the ring with. And um, Suzuki happened to be one of them. Um, but, you know, at the end, uh, Suzuki um, falls to Brian after Brian hits him with the uh, with the knee, with the uh, flying knee. Um, yours was CM Punk versus Matt Seidel. Yeah, because okay. I said before, Matt Seidel, formerly known as uh, Evan Borton. Yes, aka the high, <laughs> one of the dopest guys to be in WWE. Cut short due to injuries, amongst other things. Also had one of the greatest RKOs put on to him on Raw. Um, uh, one of the best finishers I've ever seen because of the top of the rope finishes. Um, because Matt Seidel goes and botches his debut on AEW, but we won't talk about that. But I, I generally just enjoy him as a wrestler everywhere he's mm-hmm. been. And Punk's my guy. I rock with Punk, good, better, and different. And seeing them both in the ring, which we haven't seen in about 12 years, something like that. So I think like 09, 10. What was the Evan Bourne Punk? That was. Well, that's before um, Pump, he, he was still a straight of society. Um, I want to say it's about 12 years since we've seen since we've seen that. Um it's it's been it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go 12 years. 
Uh, it was eleven years. Eleven years. All right. So <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while, but it, it, that match was fun back then. It was fun now. It's fun seeing two guys with two different two different personalities. You know, gel so well, and I thought the match tonight was fantastic. So you know, Shadow Boy Punk for winning. That was definitely my favorite match. And, uh, and that's the thing with with, with Team Punk. Uh, we, you know, we've seen it week uh, or yeah, week after week. His you know his rust is is going away little by little. We're 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 starting to see you know the old CM Punk. Um, you know he's been getting he's been getting better week after week. Um, and you know, nobody said it was going to be this easy. So, you know, it, it does take some time. So, um, you know, after being away from, you know, from the business seven years, you know, you're, you're just not going to like, you know, instantly become that same person you were. So, um, yeah, kudos to punk. So it was fun. Uh, yeah. And then oh, one of my favorites, it was fun. I think on rampage. Yeah. One of my favorite segments uh, was, um, you know, uh, the Dark Order, um, you know, the fact that, you know, they're excited to see Hangman Page being back. Um, and, you know, the fact that, you know, um, they they know that Adam Cole and the Young Bucks will be somewhat involved in that Hangman versus Kenny Omega match, which will take place at full gear. Um, so you know, the Dark Order calling them out, you know, Dark Order versus Super Click. So um, I, I'm definitely for it. So uh, that's something I definitely want to see. I want to see, I actually want to see the Dark Order uh, be the ones to take the the, the tag team titles uh, from, uh, you know, um, the Lucha, uh the Lucha Bros, to be honest with you, I feel like the dark. I mean, listen, the Lucha Bros, I I love. You know, they're they're a great tag team. Um, I they're the best. Uh, they're uh, yeah, they're the probably the best uh, tag team in uh, AEW. Uh, I'm gonna make that strong claim. Um, but I, I would love to see the Dark Order with some championship gold. I would love to see. Um, you know, Reynolds and Silver actually, you know, go after those uh titles. Um, uh, you know, I, I kind of wish that the Young Bucks still had the titles just so it could be like just so the Dark Order could be the ones that take away uh the titles from the Young Bucks, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, uh, and then you know, with with uh the inner circle. And um, the men of the year, you know, this feud with uh, the men of the year, Dan Lambert, and these MMA um, fighters, uh, it's, you know, for me, it's 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 interesting. I, I wonder if this is going to lead to a, um, you know, that that human, you know, the the stadium. I hope. It could lead to like a stadium stampede match between both teams. Um, that would be like something that's uh, pretty awesome. Um, I feel like Paige Van Zant could be somebody big in the wrestling business because she has the look. She definitely has. She does the look. have. It, it, she does. When you look at you look at pro wrestler, right? Now it's like she looks like a legitimate pro wrestler. So I hear yeah. you on that. 
Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, in the whole um, rampage card, um, you know, was really good. Like we, like I said, uh, it was Brian versus Suzuki was my favorite match, probably the best match of the night. Um, and then what they did with the trios main event, um, it was also great. You know, it wasn't um, something that you know you just rolled your eyes. No, it's actually really you know good. And the fact that um, the inner circle are back together again because um, you know uh, they're they're all back again because after the match, you know Santana and Ortiz came um, to save their um, inner circle teammates. Um, so I, I hope that there's something with um, like a, a really big match between the inner circle and top team and the men of the year because um, now that the inner circle are fully together again, it, it'll, it'll, be, kinda, it'll be different. Yeah, it kind of seems like they're heading that uh, direction. I'm with, I'm, I hear that. I think give it, I give it, I say give it another month. Mm-hmm. Give it another month and you'll see the real um the real side of um of the inner circle. I mm-hmm. think they're just getting themselves back together. And I think with what they have going on now is minimal compared to what they will be in about a month or two. Um probably by the time the next um yeah, probably by the next pay-per-view when we'll see necessarily, okay, this is this is legitimate. So I think we'll be yeah. um we'll be we'll, we'll see a lot. Of, I think they'll be back in full strength and be like the number one faction in um AEW. Yeah. And there's no knock to Cole, Omega, Young Bucks, and them, but I just I think the inner circle will be back right full rhythm. And we'll like, we might see faction versus faction at some point. Yeah. So I'm with all that. So that being said, my personal favorite segment tonight is hearing you talk your shit. So what do you have tonight for Soto's hot takes and segments? Um, so it's, it's, it's being reported um, that uh there's several uh contracts uh AEW contracts expiring within the next year or two so uh it's going like it, it's going to be interesting to see um if AEW re- resigns every single i mean first of all it, it's not like we don't know whose contract is up right but um it, it's getting close to that because you know just recently Britt Baker signed an extension with AEW um so you you could just imagine probably like the originals i'm guessing if i were to throw some names i'm guessing like Chris Jericho the young bugs Kenny Omega MJF um does Jericho so, come back though i don't know he's 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 helped AEW very you know to to a level where it's like i the, I, I I feel like the 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 next time we'll see uh, Jericho in WWE is when he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. I strongly believe that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I think Jericho has had his last match uh, in WWE, and I'm pretty convinced about that. Um, I mean, obviously I could be wrong, but I feel like the next time we're going to see that Jericho in WWE, it's going to be at Hall of Fame. Um, 
but uh yeah several key deals um expiring within the next year or two it's going to be interesting who AEW plans to retain do they retain every single one of them um so that's something that um you know we we have to like you know uh keep a close eye on because it's like AEW keeps signing new superstars every other month or every other week it's, so it's it's like, every other week yeah so it's like you know who, who are you trying to keep who are you trying to let go and that's the thing you know when your contract is expiring and you want to become a free agent you just want to test the waters out you want to um you know you want to see what's out there you want to you want to test your own market you know so obviously the other you know you're going to get offers from wwe from ring of honor new japan um you know uh, major league wrestling so it's like the options are out there so um we're we're gonna uh we're gonna keep tabs on that um so tony khan uh you know obviously uh loves uh talking to uh well talking about wwe for some reason uh i've said it before um he should just focus on his own product um i know wrestling fans love uh the pettiness of of you know of tony khan um but sometimes it's like enough is enough you could do it once once in a while but when like you know you mentioned wwe every Week. Every week, this Saturday, bro. Yeah. Like, so it. you know the fact that um, he felt some type of way after um, uh, you know SmackDown uh, added another half an hour uh, to its program, kind of like interfering with AEW's Rampage. Um, you know, so he he took a shot at Monday Night Raw. Um, obviously, he said, "If you don't believe me, watch the Go Home Show." Um, they did last night because it sucked. Um. So, you know, like, I know what you're trying to do, but it's like, man, like, it kind of se- seems like WWE does indeed uh, live rent-free in, in Tony Khan's um, head. And listen, no disrespect for Tony Khan, because when I went to the AEW event and he gave the fiery speech, I was like, oh, okay, Tony, like, you know, you know, he, he he's, he's very passionate that I give him that he is really passionate about his company, about his, you know, his wrestlers. Um, Not to mention when we went there, uh, Lil Uzi was there. Yeah. Uzi yeah. Said they look good. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes it's like, you know, enough is enough. Um, but speaking of Tony Khan, um, there was a picture out there uh, posted on Twitter Um in which he's in the uh, uh, Jaguars game and he's holding on to a notebook and uh, someone with a Twitter handle, um, Surya underscore KL underscore uh, made note of the, of the notebook that he was holding and it kind of leaked what the full gear card may look like. Really? Oh uh, yeah. So so this is what that person was able to and, and like I was able to see some of them and it it, it it looks just like that, but this is what uh this person was able to get from that notebook. So they have the well, this is what the card may look like. Uh Lucha Bros versus FTR, right. Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black or Great. Miro 
or uh, Andrade El Ido. Great. So that might happen. The Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. Great. Adam Cole versus Christian Cage. Great. CM Punk versus Warlow. Great. Uh, Inner Circle versus America Top Team. Great. Which we mentioned. Uh, Jade Cargill versus Thunder Rosa. Okay. Uh, Britt Baker versus TBD. So okay, that's something. Yeah, we have oh, two have great matches. All right, MGF versus uh, Darby Allen. I hate I hate MGF, but another great match. Uh, I, who doesn't hate yeah, MGF? <laughs> um, MJF. Uh, I, I just I just love how he stays in character everywhere he goes. Uh, Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. Great, and. Uh, the main event AEW uh, world title, the uh, uh, Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page. So that's what the card may look like. I mean, we don't know uh, if this is, you know, I doubt presumably that's what it may be. I'll jump in real quick and ask you've been the number one guy on saying this for a long, long time. If anybody beats Omega, it's going to be Hangman Page. So I've said that with, since last year. So with this being what it is, does this actually happen? Does Hangman beat Omega yeah. at full Yeah. Yeah. yeah is, I, I feel like you is, remain the guy on this hill. Yes. Yeah. And if Hangman... Page is not booked to beat Kenny Omega. I am going on a rant because they've they've booked this storyline perfectly, and it just seems like that that it's time for Hangman to to defeat Kenny Omega. Um, I've said it uh, what a year year and a half ago that mm-hmm. Hangman Page, uh. You know, I, I I've said it. I, I said Kenny Omega is is going to eventually be, I mean, be a world champion, only for him to be dethroned by Hangman Page. If right. you want to go back to one of the previous uh, episodes, go ahead. But you're gonna hear that coming out of my mouth. Yeah, six um, months, a year, year and a half. Episode four. Well, whatever the case may be. Um, yeah. You've been saying this for the longest, so I'm like. Well, I heard Omega Page. Omega Page. I'm like, is this it? Yeah. Is this gonna be the day that Subtle sits and yells retribution? Yeah. <laughs> but um, so wow. we 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 want to uh, um, also well uh, congratulate um, Lacey Evans as she welcomed her second child. So um, you know, shout out to Lacey Evans. Um, mm-hmm. You know, hope well, everything is well. Um, so one of the biggest news coming out of this week was um, the fact that there was a report um, saying that one of the reasons why WWE let uh, Bray Wyatt go was because he was uh, difficult to work with. I can understand that because of what he wants, his demands, but WWE isn't always the, always the best to work with either. So yeah. that, so, that goes two so- in a pair. So yeah, they said, um, you know, uh, according to Andrew Zarian on the Metman Wrestling Podcast, um, it, it was like several things. It was, um, you know, why, like what I just mentioned, why being difficult to work with, financial issues, um, why it's weight, and his in ring work. 
And I, I gotta be Musky Harris. I gotta be honest with you. In a way, I, I, I see. It. I don't know about the financial issues, but all right. So, why being difficult to work with? I, I don't really believe that. I feel, I just feel like why really wanted to protect this character because everybody was fully invested and fully behind this character. Right. And uh, his character, in my opinion, died uh, when he took that L to Goldberg or, um, you know, also when he when he had that match with, with Seth Rollins at Hell in a Cell. So those yeah, two that, moments... To this day, that's still one of the worst matches I've ever seen. That those two matches just completely destroyed his character, which could have been such one of the most iconic characters in WWE history or in wrestling history. But, um, and then with Wyatt's like weight and in ring work, I can see that also because again, Wyatt wasn't the best in ring performer, no. He he really wasn't, and and, and uh, look, I'm not trying to shade him. I'm not trying to disrespect him in any way. Um, it's just that it, it, his, all right, his in ring work was solid at best. His uh, character, his his character though Ten. was come on, like his character was was untouchable. But yeah. until you know they they fully destroy that. But yeah, um, and that's, and that's WWE's fault. It's not Bray Wyatt's fault. Right. And and then we uh lastly we, we move into um the crown jewel which uh is going to take place uh this upcoming Thursday um in which uh the card is already uh you know shaping itself. Uh we're gonna have uh the let's see, we're gonna have Mansoor versus Mustafa Ali, in which uh Mustafa Ali wasn't really happy about uh the fact that you know on smackdown they promoted every single match except for his yeah i i'll yeah. be frustrated he, too yeah he he went on to twitter and you know he ali is super talented so i don't know why they keep doing this but um mustafa ali went to twitter saying just a reminder this match is also taking place at wwe crown jewel despite not being promoted at all at the end of smackdown fs1 so there you have that. Uh, you have uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins in a Hell in a Self match. We right. have Zelina Vega versus it's going to be either Shayna Baszler or Dewdrop um, for the Queen's Crown tournament. How would you feel if Dewdrop actually beats uh, Baszler? So I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Probably like a roll up and whatnot. And then somehow, um, all right, I, out of the three remaining people it's good. vega baszler drew drew drop i definitely want vega to win if baszler right, wins, i'm with you if baszler wins i wouldn't be mad at that either because it just pushes her push mm-hmm. um but if do drop wins it's like uh, now really what's say, now what's it. next now what are you gonna yeah, do with it now exactly because out of the three i think vega needs the victory the most do drop is like uh, you know it's too early to give her like this significant push, but um, yeah, that uh, it, it would be the Queen's Crown tournament final. Then it's going to be uh, Finn Balor versus either Jinder Mahal or Xavier Woods uh, to crown the new uh, King of the Ring. To be honest, I need Finn Balor to win. I need Finn Balor to stay what he is. 
Yeah. But we spoke before previously about how things were. I know you have your your two cents on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I, I listen. I. I wanted see. All right. So I had. I liked Finn Balor. Um. I I definitely wanted either Woods or Ricochet to win. Uh. It kind of seems like they're pushing for Balor to win. Uh. Which I wouldn't be upset at all. I would love to see it. Um, I just I'm I'm in, like interested to see who is is going to the finals. Is it going to be Mahal? Is it going to be Woods? Uh, and, and and that's the whole thing. I'm like Woods is really really invested into winning this tournament, and I feel like there could be a, a character change within Woods sooner rather than later. I just I just have that feeling. Um, then we have Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley in a whole uh, no holds bar match. Um, so before that, did you hear what happened with Goldberg talking about his match with Bobby Lashley? No, he came out and said that I will not be completely healthy for this match. I was like, so you're just gonna tell everybody that and not hold that to yourself after the match? All right, so then I don't know. Goldberg should just throw his son in there. Oh, please. <laughs> please. No, no. I mean, listen, we, we, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Listen, I, I'm, I'm just, all right, fine. The match takes place. Fine. Whatever. As long as it's not for a title, then so be it. So, uh, but I feel like having the no holds bar match is, is good because, um, you can expect the her business to get involved and then for Bobby Lashley for Goldberg it's like who's going to get involved his son or is there going to be like a surprise like you know you know backup like so um, yeah here, here's his so courtesy of Bleach Report uh, most probably Mike Cherry WWE Hall of Famer Gold revealed this week that he's less than 100% ahead of his match against Bobby Lashley at Crown Jewel. During an appearance on CarCast, um, Subway G. McCurdy of Ringside News, uh, Goldberg said the final regarding his upcoming belt. Knees much better. Hopefully, it'll be, I won't be completely healed by then, by me and Crown Jewel, but I'll be, suffice to say, in good enough shape to kick Bobby's ass. Let's just say that. So yeah, he's maybe he said this so many times. Terms after some of the same match in August with the injury, but he's 54. Uh, Where and has begun, you know, has begun to be visible, and it's more motivation for him to fight now because, you know, his son Gage got his ass whooped. So it's like, and that's to say the least. And now yeah. it's too funny. I watched it over and over again. And now you're you're you're, you're the monster of Lashley, and as right. he's not like that, just blabbering on as fast as he can. But you know, maybe speaking, you know, kayfabe, um, maybe not. But based on what Mike Sherry said on Bleach Report, this is what we're getting. So, yeah. Then uh, as I go on to that, <laughs> to uh. Then to, to follow up the card, RK Bro versus AJ Styles and Almost for love the it. WWE Raw Tag Team Titles. Um, then we have for the WWE title, Big E versus Drew McIntyre. And love it. Uh, 
Let me see. For the WWE SmackDown Women's title, a triple threat, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. Love it. And uh, for the WWE Universal title, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. And Love that's, it. That's the uh, one I'm really... Besides the styles of almost, and besides the championship for the crown, you're both king and queen. Um... Reigns and Lesnar all one away for it. This is this is that's all I really care about because it's gonna be a brawl. They have not had one bad one bad match yet. Can you agree with me on that? Uh no, uh, no, no. I, I honestly, um, you're looking forward to that match. I'm looking forward to the Hell in a Cell match. Oh, that too. That's not the one. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's gonna be as good as advertised. It'll be better than advertised. They're both two legit wrestlers. One's a legend. One's gonna end up being a legend. Um, with similar fighting styles, so it's going to be enjoyable to see that. Right, I got edge winning. Okay. Uh, better win. But no, do I have edge winning? You got, any, you got anything more? I'm loving this. This is well, that's it. That, that, that's that wraps up my segment. So those hot takes. <laughs> So, but I don't know. How do you feel about the card? Do you feel there's a lot of potential on this card? A lot of there is, there is. Just the fact that you're getting a hell in a cell match. You're getting a hell in a cell match. You're getting a no holds bar match. Um, you're getting what like three or four championship matches. Like it, it's it's a solid card. But this is this is what pay-per-view should be. Pay-per-view should be chock full of well, I mean, you could have had better matches, but again, like you know, there there are wrestlers. Who are you know hesitant to to flying over to to Saudi Arabia due to what's going on? Yeah, right. So um, you know, uh, but overall, the the card itself is appealing. So Thursday, one o'clock, Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. If y'all gonna watch it, those who are in the United States, watch it on Peacock. If not, watch on the network. Um, I don't know what they're doing with Peacock and so yeah, yeah, Fox on SmackDown, but your NBC has Raw and then your entire catalogs on NBC. I don't know. It's it's weird. I don't know what they're gonna do with their business perspective, but you know, maybe they're gonna try and celebrate 50-50. But yeah. Oh, this is weird. I don't know. Oh, and other thing I realized, uh, Rampage got smoked this week with um with viewership. I don't know if you've seen that. It was like four hundred forty thousand to like. Oh yeah, this uh, last week, right? Yeah, that yeah. that was uh that was a big ouch. Yeah, four hundred forty thousand for Rampage. I think it was two point two million mm-hmm. for SmackDown. I was like, oh, this is this is tough, but you know. That will do it for us on today's episode of the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on all social media platforms. Catch us on Twitter at Flip Wrestling. Catch us on Instagram at Sunset underscore Flip underscore Wrestling. Catch us on Facebook at the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast page. Like us, love us. You know who loves us? Tony Siobhan. Tony Siobhan loves us. And that man is one of the biggest voices in wrestling. So if you don't love us, then you don't love Tony because we love Tony. Everybody loves Tony. So got to make it, got to make it right. Yeah. Uh, catch us on all 
podcast streaming platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, Breaker. We are home on Anchor. Anchor, shout out to you guys. We appreciate you week in, week out, helping us out with this process of making this podcast work and making it work fluidly and as efficiently as possible. Um, and other than that, this is a, this is a bid to you farewell, Sona. Um, I'm telling you now, uh, are we going to be talking about this Thursday night or we'll be, how you feel about getting a nice, good, wholesome, uh, wholesome thing done on Thursday for crown jewel. You want to meet up together? You'll be at work. I'll be at work. You want to just <laughs> do a FaceTime and just watch this whole crown jewel together. I let our phones explode from all the power being used. <laughs> Well, I got to see how how it uh, plays off because shit. If I'm pulled into a meeting, then it's like, tell him I got one ear. This is gonna be for Crown Jewel. This is gonna be for work. I mean, I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, I, I'm I'm definitely trying to find somewhere. I hope there's no meeting on that Thursday. I'm just hoping. <laughs> so, I'm having a, I have to get a portable charger because how I can get around the warehouse and fucking <laughs> get it taken care of because I'm trying to watch this. But yes, until next time, Soto, be we got planned for us for your weekend. Well, uh, so I have, I think I have family coming over tomorrow. Okay. So, um, you know, just I don't know, chill. You know, uh, chill with my family. You know, um, I don't have really huge plans for my birthday or anything like that. Um, oh well, today I'm actually going with my father's and my two uncles uh, to the casino so i'm definitely looking forward to that you hit it big hopefully hopefully because you know i i just spent like a good amount of money on this I, PC. You better, yo, go kiss go kiss your computer because that that's a that's a lot of money right there yeah that's a lot of money right there so looking, looking lovely yeah so um this whole setup that which i was able to almost finalize it was it was quite a Quite the spending spree. Yeah, you say that like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> Yay. 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 Out. So I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying to get some money back. I'll probably send you, I'll probably send you a little nice little fruit basket. You know what I'm saying? Made a little arrangements. <laughs> <laughs> so, but to everybody here, well, mostly me, because Ashley's never Ashley probably feel the same way. And to all the fans, you know, we're sort of a early happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. I'm saying we'll keep spreading this love the way it's supposed to be spread. Blessing to you and to all the good things you are built for today, tomorrow, and another year of happiness. So thank you. Much appreciated, bro. From the fans to you, I bid you farewell. Or how do, how do, can I say it? I bid you adieu and farewell. For what? How can you make his, his, out, his outro? I bid you adieu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Soto, be good. I'll see you next week. All right, Rody. Bye.